2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
3: Confused breakfast listeners, before we start the episode, I want to thank all the other podcasters out there who listen to our show. Many of you are not only a fan of the show, but you also have questions for us. One of the big questions that comes in is how do you get your sponsors? Well, we got lucky with one of them having a great personal relationship with our friends at Cedar Ridge, but for some of the other sponsors that have graciously helped fund our episodes, we actually used a service called Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities such as host read ads, interview segments, topical discussions, and more. Instead of waiting for a sponsor to come to you, you can browse and choose your ideal sponsorship partner right on the platform, set your own rates, and collaborate with brands directly without any exclusivities. What was important to us was that as a podcaster, you retain full rights to your podcast and Podcorn's amazing platform and support team are there at every step to ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for brands. So if you're a podcaster who's listening to this show and you're ready to take your show to the next level, click the link in the show notes to sign up for Podcorn and start browsing sponsorship opportunities. It's free to sign up and is absolutely perfect way to dip your toes into the waters of podcast sponsorships or to find that perfect partner who is waiting for you to come along. Huge thanks to Podcorn for sponsoring this episode. Explore sponsorship opportunities and start monetizing your podcast by signing up. At podcorn Slash podcasters P-O-D-C-O-R-N dot com Slash podcasters Start the show You son of a bitch Well, hello there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? Uh-huh. The excitement of walking down the aisle, scanning the names in the artwork using your thermal vision, and finally picking out the movie you were going to take home with you? Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era in streaming platforms where you don't have to leave your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip, picking a movie out by hand, and singing You've Lost That Loving Feeling to the Attractive <laughs> Lady Working your Oh, no. Hey, sorry, I didn't change that. <laughs> <laughs> If that doesn't uh, ring a bell, listen to our last episode. <laughs> All <Tom Right>. God. <laughs> On this podcast, we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they did as kids. I'm your host, Mike Schulte. Joining me, as always, two dudes who ain't got time to bleed: Sean Pryor and AJ Vance, How the heck are ya?
0: you? Right, I do have time to duck, though. Yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. I gotta God say. Bleeding. I if I if I was
1: cut open by the predator blade, like how he guts people, all that would come out is eggs
0: and ham and pan I am oh boy. And Cedar Ridge single malt. Yes.
3: <laughs> we made the mistake of going to brunch at Cedar Ridge this morning. We'll talk about that more later. We'll but, get there. Uh, we'll see how this episode goes. Sudson has begun. oh can't <laughs> <Yeah>. wait. <laughs> Well, thanks for being here, everybody. You're at the beginning of an episode where we take a classic movie you love from childhood and give you every single bit of information you could ever need about the movie while dissecting it scene by scene. Stay tuned for all the fun. Before we get started, please leave us that review. The nerds are coming out from some TikTok videos and they're hitting those one stars. So we oh, need, no. We need those five-star reviews. If you've been listening, it's the easiest way to support this podcast. Just pop yeah. in a little five-star. Boop, five. boop, boop. You can do it on Spotify now. Uh, and you can check us out on Patreon. Thanks so much to everybody that's supporting this podcast on Patreon, they are helping fuel this podcast. They are getting weekly bonus audio content. They're voting on movies. If you want to join the fun, check that out. Patreon.com slash confused breakfast without, she- without all of you on Patreon. None of this is possible. None so, of this. We would have quit you. Long, we would have quit long, long right, time true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> After the shining, we would have quit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> and check us out on YouTube. We got merch. We got social media. Go to all that's confused com. Check the episode notes of the show. We also like to do a voicemail 319 804 Call us. Leave us some thoughts on the show. Here's today's voicemail. Hey guys. My name's is Tyler. Tyler. Um,
0: fellow Iowan here. So all the right. first episode I listened to was Ghostbusters. Um, I heard about the podcast from old burnt Chrysler <laughs> on uh, his
3: podcast and Funny thing though, this morning I was on Facebook and the
0: first time I saw you guys, I, it was one of your YouTube videos and I was like, God, Mike looks familiar. And then on Facebook, I saw something come up from the pork tornadoes and I'm
3: like, holy shit, is that the same guy? <laughs> sure enough, it is super crazy. Sure enough. Um, you guys, are huge fan of the pork sure tornadoes, shit. huge fan of the podcast. So keep doing what you guys do. I love it and I'm going to keep on listening. So well, thanks. Thanks, dude. Yeah, I, Thanks, I've Tyler. been. I've spent much of my life being known for the drummer of the Pork Tornadoes, and now it's like it's starting to flip flop. <laughs> They're like, "Hey, th- did you know the drummer for the Pork Tornadoes is the Confused Breakfast Guy?" <laughs> so it's yeah, whatever. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. I've, a, I've always been
1: known as the guy that comes around, and he's sometimes at Pork Tornado shows, and now every I'm, once a while, now it's still just that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, the guy I, I, I got to work harder, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I've actually. I don't have anything anymore, guys. So <laughs> this H-A's, is
3: it. H-A's the guy whose house we record these yeah. podcasts at.
0: <laughs> hey, aren't you the guy who has the house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks a bunch, yeah, man. Yeah, Thanks that- you.
3: Thanks for calling, man. Thank you, Tyler. So, boys, what do you say we introduce today's movie? I think we should, please. On this episode, we discuss a movie that spawned five sequels, five? as well as comic books, video games, novels, board games, and more. Ugh. A movie that really started Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger down a path to worldwide fame. A movie that, believe it or not, produced three gubernatorial campaigns; <laughs> only two were successful. We are, of course, <laughs> talking about 1987's Predator. Uh huh. <laughs> for those looking to find this movie as of the recording of this episode, mid-May 2022, um, I think it's only for purchase. Do you have any luck on that? Looks like Amazon maybe, Prime. Yeah,
1: I think you have to kind of buy this one. I think you gotta buy this I one. I had to pay yeah. on Prime for it. We had to pay for it. I broke movie. out my Blu-ray dogs. Did
0: you? So, yeah, no. Yeah. You can get
3: that for like five bucks. Yeah, somewhere. so it's <laughs> like do you want to not have to leave your house and rent it? Do <laughs> yeah. you want to leave your house, go, get, go buy it for cheap. Oh, yeah. forever.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a tough debate. I, Damn. You get special features. Yeah. <laughs> well, in order to properly
3: dissect and review this movie with a modern eye, we must first discuss it with pure nostalgia. AJ,
0: tell us how you felt the first time you saw this movie and what your rating is of this thing. This was not uh, TBS. It was not TNT. It was USA. USA up all <laughs> night. USA Network up all night. I'm telling you, and 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 you always heard, we now return to Predator. <laughs> featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger or, or, or featuring Carl Weathers but he'd already died by now <laughs> <laughs> as, as, spoilers uh, <laughs> yeah but but yeah like I, I watch this on TV. I'm taking it back to our very first episode boys. I caught it like 25 minutes in 100%. <laughs> and I didn't even see anything of them like I didn't there was no recollection or like no reasoning as to why this predator even existed. <laughs> There's nothing. I just like oh it just exists in oh, jungles in part. South America. Okay, sounds good. So, but I loved the movie. It was Arnold, it was super fun. I just thought Carl Weathers was just Apollo again. <laughs> And that's that's how I remember this and I would just watch it with one of my brothers and we would we would catch it on that tiny tube TV on USA network. Mm. That giving it that I didn't need the first 25 minutes <laughs> to give this a, a 7 Point
3: eight. nice. That's Seven point eight for AJ. Nostalgic, Sean. What about you, man? Uh, this is kind of the one,
1: uh, one of the movies like uh, in the realm of Terminator and stuff like that, where I was watching rated R movies way too young. But they still made toys for all these movies for yeah. some reason. Yeah, this is this is good uh, point. Before my trench coat days, so it was just you know I just like had all the toys and everything <laughs> like that. I watched it with my dad, I think, and I I loved Arnold Schwarzenegger because I was super into Terminator oh, no, and everything that he was in. Um uh back then I'd probably have to say I was probably a
3: six. Sixer? I'm I'm right there with you, Sean. I am a straight six, nice. nostalgic on this. Again Never knew that the, that the first twenty something movie, minutes of this movie happened. Yeah, just it was always. <laughs> I'm, glad it was, I'm not alone. I never rented this movie. It was always TV, and so things were cut out. There were commercials. It was good enough to watch when it came on. Yeah, but it was never good enough to like seek out to be like I need to watch this whole movie. I need to buy no. this. Yeah. We need to
0: have this in our catalog. Mm-hmm. It was just
3: a little spooky there, yeah. dude. I agree with talking you. Talk
0: about the little I, spooky parts, man. I, I did. I left it out, but I <laughs> I will agree with you. Very spooky. yeah. <laughs> Very creepy. So nostalgically, I'm a six. Our executive producer
3: for today, Tyler Dark, here's what his nostalgic rating is. He says, uh, what can I say? It's the Predator. Yep. This was an absolute classic for everyone, including myself growing up. Tons of great action and the usual Arnold one-liners and even a bit of otherworldly spookiness. <laughs> a crazy cast of some of the most beefed up guys of all time. Uh of the time the predator is filled with so much testosterone and bullets, it'll have you feeling like a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> this movie is a near and dear one for me. This franchise and the Alien one were some of my favorites growing up. So my nostalgic review is going to have to be a solid 8.5. Nice. So if you take all of us into consideration, we are a 7.07 for a nostalgic rating, which gets us pretty high. I mean, it's wow. it's right uh, right below basketball. Whoa. Uh, right above Ghostbusters. <laughs> okay. Is where where we are nostalgically feeling about this movie. Dang. Predator but, and Ghostbusters Double Feature would be pretty that'd be badass. that be pretty
0: legit. Yeah. Pretty
3: good. But nostalgic is not what we're here for. We're here for the modern-day critical review. Um, so Sean's right. going to take us through the pertinent, important movie details before we actually dive into this scene-by-scene. Scene. What do you got, Sean?
1: We got produced by John Davis, Larry Gordon, and Joel Silver himself. <laughs> Joel Silver. <laughs> Written by Jim and John Thomas. They are brothers. Uh, They look exactly the same. (laughs) Uh, Music by Alan Silvestri. Cinematography by Donald McAlpine. Edited by Mark Heldrich and John F. Link. Special makeup effects by Tom Woodruff Jr. of Pumpkinhead. He did the Santa Claus and It. It. Uh, creature designed by Stan Winston, directed by John McTiernan, director of Die Hard and such other films that are amazing for the 80s. Hell yeah. Uh, cast, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Elpita Carrillo, Bill Duke, Jesse Ventura, Sonny Landham, Richard Chavez, R.G. R. R. Armstrong, Kevin Peter Hall, and Shane Black. After the success of Rocky Four. Yeah, there was a joke. Were you so looking a, at Roman numerals?
0: Yes. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I won't learn it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you, you combine that with an analog clock, shot, shot, shot is lost. <laughs> I, I have to have digital, dude. <laughs> After the success of
1: Rocky, there was a, Rocky 4, there was a joke circulating that Rocky had run out of earthly opponents to beat up and that he would have to fight an alien species next. Jim and John Thomas... Took inspiration from that idea and wrote a script for Predator, uh, then called Hunters, in which several alien species were the the focus. They narrowed it down to one killing machine hunting the most dangerous game, man, military man. (sighs) The writing duo had trouble at first finding anybody interested in the script, eventually sliding the script under 20th century Fox door and it eventually landing in the hands of (laughs) Jill Silver. (laughs) Silver liked the script, wanting to turn it into a big-budget action film and thought it would be a perfect vehicle for Commando star Arnold Schwarzenegger. We had re- worked with previously on Commando. Yeah, Originally, the story involved just the character of Dutch, but it was Schwarzenegger's idea to add more characters as a team rather than just one man. He was really into; he wanted to do a movie kind of like the Magnificent Seven or like the Wild Bunch, where there's a group of uh, people trying to survive this one moment. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, and so it was his idea uh, to come up with that. So, but I think in the back of Arnold's head, he's probably just like, "Hey, you should bring in other people, so I look better. <laughs> <laughs> they're all they're all gonna, you know." Do what they do, but I look better.
1: Who yeah. who am I gonna uh, match my pythons? <laughs> you know, Jean Claude Van Damme was originally cast as the predator. That's so weird to me. Wanting a more agile ninja ninja like character for the physical prowess of the ultimate killer. However, Van Damme was way way too short <laughs> than the rest of the cast, and producers no. quickly realized they wanted a more domineering presence for the role. It's like casting Tom Cruise as Alien. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> <laughs> Replacing Van Damme was 7-2 actor Kevin Peter Hall, who we yeah. uh know as Harry and the Henderson's uh, as Harry. It so, died died way too soon. Way yeah. too soon. Yeah. He uh uh we'll we'll get to it later. Uh, he has a he has a little cameo as himself Shh. later on in the movie. Oh. Uh the film began principal photography in Pelinic Palinique, Chip Chiapas, Mexico <laughs> in 1986. Most of the film was shot in uh Mismalia, Mesmal- Mexico. Predator was pretty grueling to shoot, both physically demanding, among other things like not wanting to drink the water or eat the food that Mexico had to offer. Um, as apparently, the hotels that all the cast were staying in, the the water was very, very yep. tainted, and no one had told them. And so, a lot of people got really sick, and oh, uh, it Montezuma's ended up Zuma's
3: revenge, man. Yeah,
1: it ended up having like John McTiernan like lose like I think it was like twenty pounds or something like that, just because he didn't eat or drink. Wow, really he was anything? Too scared. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Along with the days being hot, the nights were cold and filming was a challenge for the crew because they were never filming on flat land. Most of the water scenes involved a lot of mud and leeches. Kevin Peter Hall could not see out of his makeup and mask, so the actor had to rehearse his scenes and memorize his movements. The actor stated, it wasn't a movie. It was a survival story for us all. Oh, wow! wow. Like, like, I mean, I, there was like behind the scenes of him just like by trailers, like where all the actors hang out and everything and rehearse. And he's, he has his whole get up on and he's moving around. But knowing he can't see, especially like in a parking lot would yeah. be like, yeah, that's fine. I could probably do that. But in, in a, a, a jungle jungle. Impossible! It almost seems the first incarnate incarnation of the predator was a disappointment to the, say the least resembling a skinny, ungainly creature with yellow eyes and a dog like head. The producers eventually went with the Stan Winston design.
3: Yeah, Stan Winston like was the creation of of what the Predator looks like.
1: right? Yeah, he uh, uh, he was actually on a plane with James Cameron <laughs> at, when he got the call to do this movie, and he was like doing some sketches, and he 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 was looking at like Rastafarian uh, warriors, and so that kind of was an inspiration for him too, and. Uh, James Cameron sitting right next to me. He's like, I've always wanted to see a creature with mandibles. So he's like, okay. And he just, just made the Predator. I guess so. Uh, released on June twelfth, nineteen 1987, Pre- Predator opened at number one in the box office, making $12 million its first weekend. With a budget of $15 million, the film would go on to make 98.3, spawn several sequels and reimaginings, and
3: earn an Oscar nomination for Best Visual Effects. And that is what I got so far. That I found it when I was just looking through the cast and stuff like that. uh, that, So 1987 was one of – it contained two movies (laughs) – not just won two movies with Arnold and Jesse Ventura in it. Because yeah. Running Man was the same year.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. So awesome. Dude, I love it. Two future Dude, that is
3: a double feature. That <laughs> oh, is-
0: that's it. A- <laughs> wow. Oh, I can't wait to see where this lands. Oh, if my if God. it lands next to it, we are doing it. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to carve some time out here. We need I more know. Patreon support and sponsors yeah. if we're going to be able to find all this time to do these double features. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
0: I know. I can't wait, though. We'll do a live thing or something. Yeah, maybe, right? I have faith in them. I have faith in them. They'll come through for us. Well, speaking
3: of sponsors, before we move on to AJ's review and rating segment, I'm going to give you a personal review of our sponsor, Felix Gray. So I was gone this entire weekend, uh, and I forgot to bring my Felix Gray glasses with me. Uh, In case you don't know what Felix Gray glasses are, they make blue light filtering glasses that filter out all the harmful blue light that hits our eyeballs constantly all day long. These glasses are amazing at doing this, and I've gotten used to it over the last, what, three months now that we've all had these pairs. Yeah. So, like, because I was used to them, then it becomes normal, and I don't realize, like, how effective these glasses are. I'm just like, oh, this is normal life, right? <clears throat> this is totally fine. So when I forgot them this weekend, I immediately had, like, the worst headache all weekend long. I was on a computer and my phone the whole time. Oh. Like, Why? Why? Why am I feeling like this? Why am I sick or something? It's like, oh no. It's because I, you know, I was laying in bed both nights, like watching movies on my phone really close to my face without my Felix Grays. Mm. And, like, I wasn't sleeping. It's amazing, like, if you if you get used to something and you take it away, how then you realize, oh, man, those are great. And so seriously, I got home. I put them on last night, and it was like, ah. Mm. It, it, I immediately felt better. And that's that's just seriously a personal testimony. I mean, these glasses are – they're stylish. They're affordable. They look like completely normal eyewear. I had my blue blockers also, uh-huh. you know, like the classic blue blockers. Those don't oh, look yeah. like normal eyewear, and I highly doubt they do as good of a job <laughs> filtering out blue. Blue light, like these guys do. People don't even know you're wearing special filtering glasses. Uh, you'll be glad you did, and you'll be glad you bought them when you realize all the negative effects that blue light has on you. So check them out FelixGray.com. Sorry, FelixGrayGlasses.com slash Confused. That's F E L I X G R A Y Glasses.com slash Confused. Non prescription, prescription readers available. Free shipping, free returns, free exchanges. You got to go do it. Just go, do it. Just go check it out. Yeah. See clearly yeah. now the future. See, clearly the rain is gone. Yeah.
0: Feel less (laughs) icks. Feel the bird. Felix Gray. (laughs) (laughs) Feel (laughs) less
3: icks. Well, AJ, please save this and take take us into the reviews and ratings. (laughs) What do you got, man?
0: We are always here, and I can't wait to share this with you. We got to give you the The tomato tomato. meter. Gross. Not a splat. Bring that splat back, yes, baby. Nice. Because we are heading into certified fresh land. Fully. Fully. Yeah, we I are. thought we ruined it. Eighty percent, baby. We ain't ruining. We're nothing. out, man. Thankfully. Yeah. So that's of we've done nearly
3: seventy something movies. That's twenty-one on the list that is right below Lethal Weapon, right above GoldenEye.
0: Wow. Per wow. the wow.
3: per the critics.
0: Wow. Okay. Audiences were were in agreement, eighty-seven percent nice. given a little bit more credit where it's due they felt. 7.8 is IMDb. That's mm. a popular uh, spot we've
3: been doing here. We've got a bunch of 7.8s. Here they are. Ghostbusters, Breakfast Club, Goonies, Sandlot, Predator. Ooh. Those are all 7.8s That on IMDb. seems to be their like five
1: for us or yeah. something like that. You know, like they really liked it, but it's not a masterpiece. Yeah, You know?
0: Yeah. I've got some critical reviews here, and I'm going to start at the bottom, and then we'll get to where the top is. From the bottom now, now we yeah. Do. Ooh, Los Angeles (laughs) times gave this a 10 out of a hundred Fuck! I know 10 (laughs) sounds good, but now when it's out of (laughs) a hundred, I was like, you're starting at the bottom. (laughs) I was getting ready to say, fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) And then no, No. then I couldn't say it. Uh, Michael Wilmington said it's arguably one of the emptiest feeblest, most derivative scripts ever made as a major studio movie. There's no need to do a Mad magazine, magazine movie parody of this. It's already on the screen. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I okay. guess. Uh, uh, the San Francisco Chronicles, Peter Stack, uh, he said he was uh, 50 out of, a, out of 100. The movie, a rather pointless thing when you get down to it, has little, to provo- little of the provocative intelligence that was found in Terminator, but at least it's self-propelling in terms of suspense and cheap thrills. Uh, by the way, that's these are 1987 reviews,
2: too. Okay, cool. yes. okay. Good to know. so Good
0: to g- know. Good to know. Good to understand. Um, how about... Uh, you know what? I will give you Dave Kerr, because Chicago Tribune, yep. he's always here he's for here. us when we need him, right? The but curse. My dad. The curse <laughs> of Chicago Tribune. <laughs> um, uh, he said... McTiernan this is a 50 out of 100. McTiernan regrettably seems more interested in spectacle than suspense and the attack sequences are filmed for splashy visual impact. And an apocalyptic finale that raises the anti-war message to the nuclear level is more than McTiernan's metaphor can bear. Thanks hmm. Dave. Thanks Davey. Um, Roger Ebert coming in to save us all. Here Raji Heebs 75 out of a hundred. Uh, moves at a breakneck pace. It has been. It has strong and simple characterizations. It has good location photography and terrific special effects. And it supplies what it claims to supply: an effective action movie. You got it right. You got. I it. like it, Raj. You got to love it. How about a ten out of ten? I haven't done a ten yes. out of ten fan review <laughs> in a long time. Uh, but this is this is entitled Payback Time. Two words said by one man of legendary of legendary Arnold Schwarzenegger rescue team. This is already hard to get through. <laughs> That's what I felt for this movie to pay back respect for one of the best sci-fi movies ever made. I have to say that the entire rescue team led by Arnie and Rocky's opponent Carl Weathers was excellent and sometimes hilarious, guys, because they make you smile too they make you smile too sometimes. With some excellent comments said during the movie, this probably this is probably John McTiernan's greatest movie. Although Die Hard was good too, but this movie remains unique for its style, suspense, and a great sense to entertain you. 1987 was surely a year where Predator has to be remembered. Because yes, because it was made in <laughs> 1987. <laughs>
3: No, when I think of 1987, I think of Predator. You know, you know I, I
0: know. think Predator. How about you guys? Yeah, me too. I'm more <laughs> 1992. That sounds like a conversation you have in like a garage with some buddies like drinking cold beers. Like that's uh, What do you guys think about 1987? <laughs> I don't well, know Predator was good. Predator's
1: pretty good, man.
0: L- Last <laughs> <less laughs> one for it. 4 out of 10. Why is everyone so moist? <laughs> Literally everyone in this movie was constantly wet and shiny. It was distressing. I'm horrified beyond belief. A squad of shiny men bumbles around in the jungle, and that's all you need to know. Would watch again, but only for the predator, my beloved.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> what?
0: He's got a thing for. He's got a thing for Kevin Peter, oh. seven foot wow. two, <laughs> Rastafarian looking. Did you say he was a he who? What's the name of that person? That, that oh, I'm sorry. That was uh, <laughs> falafel for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs>
3: you know, there's two things I love in life falafel Fla- and predator. <laughs> <laughs> when you combine the
1: two, I like those too. Uh, no, I love them. <laughs> cut,
3: cut to that person's bedroom. Predator comes on the scene and they're rubbing <laughs> falafel all over their body. Just
0: crumbling all over them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tzatziki. <laughs> That's not Taziki. That's not Taziki, baby. <laughs> Gross.
1: <laughs> he has like lasers for like a light show or something like that. <laughs> Three triangle come down like all over him. He's like,
3: <sighs> I just think we it's could just re- an ecstasy. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. I Hell think yeah. a new segment should be on our TikTok. It should be like us reenacting the person that's actually <laughs> writing these reviews is them sitting on a beanbag chair going, I didn't
0: like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> this not even that good. <laughs> <laughs> you ask me <laughs> <laughs> worst movie ever made. And then you've got falafel 9,000 falafel <laughs> fan 11. That's just, that's just like sipping white wine and then, eating falafel while he types this. <laughs> They're going to love They're going to love this. <laughs> Dipping it. <in>. Go ahead. <laughs> well, boys,
3: what do you say we throw in a giant dip, grab old Painless, and get to the Joppa? Yeah. Because everyone knows that we are sexual Tyrannosaurus and we ain't got time to believe. That's right. Here we go! Yes! Woo! An alien spacecraft deploys a shuttle to Earth. Meanwhile, Dutch, a Vietnam War veteran, and his military rescue team consisting of Mac, Pancho, Blaine, Billy, and Hawkins arrive to a military base and are tasked with the rescuing of foreign cabinet minister and his aide from insurgents. CIA officer Dylan, a Vietnam War buddy of Dutch's, is assigned to accompany the team. Aj, how surprising was it for you to see an actual alien spacecraft enter the Earth's atmosphere? I had no idea. (laughs) I'm I'm dead serious, dude. Have you ever seen this? Never. I was trying to figure out the moment that I actually was like, okay, I recognize this. (laughs) We're 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 to the point where they're finally they've already gotten off the chopper into the jungle. Yes. Not arriving. Correct. But into the jungle is when I'm finally like, oh yeah, I remember
0: this. Yep. Yeah. It, It passed the whole Dylan, you son of a bitch. Like you past everything, you son of a bitch It's like, and they just They it implode, essentially <laughs> um, Past all that, past everything it, They are in the jungle And I think um, Maybe getting to the first chop Oh yeah so <laughs> getting to the chopper.
3: The
1: first
0: chopper. The first chopper. Uh,
1: it, it opens up like almost exactly like The Thing does, and which I hope we really get to in this uh, lifetime of the show because it's it it starts in space and, and a UFO flies by the camera and, and crash lands on Earth. And that's exactly how this that's started. Sure I forget when The Thing came out, but I don't know if anybody took from that or not. But uh, it's cool.
0: I have no problem with it, I guess, like seeing it this time around. But... You see a ship go past, like, Earth, I guess, and then it drops something off and then leaves. Yeah. And so that is where I kind of wish we could have gotten a little bit more context where it's like, oh, yeah, just we just, like, dropped out our our space toilets onto the (laughs) planet and then – Bailed? Could we just get a little bit more context? Do any of <laughs> the know? other Predator?
3: Because I have not seen any of the other Predators. Some of us start to dive into this a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Uh,
1: they, uh, especially the AVP movies, I think, and I think Predator Two does. Predator Two I actually watched more than I did okay. this movie. Okay. Because there's a lot more Predator in it. Right, there's right. only like 13 minutes of screen time for eight. Eight there's minutes. Eight, eight minutes, minutes of screen time
3: for the Predator because
1: he movie. looks so cool. Yeah. And like I want to see him the whole time. But I mean, thankfully we get Arnold and the I mean, rest of the crew. But Do These
3: these dudes, they could not have put together a better group of just absolutely ripped human beings. Absolutely,
0: ragtag, awesome humans. I'm pretty sure, badass. Yeah,
1: Arnold. Like one of his stipulations to do a movie is he has to have a cigar, and I'm sure he brings his own. (laughs) You know, because like I don't know if I can think of a movie where he's not smoking a cigar. Like Kindergarten Cop, maybe.
0: Uh, I'm sure he, I think he is in the beginning. I would oh, imagine. Oh yeah, probably.
1: Cuz he's a badass in the beginning then he's got to be like,
0: "You know me, I love my cigars." Yeah, He's got to clean up. He he got he got Carl Weathers smoking Did cigars really? from this movie. <laughs> because he's he kept offering them to Carl Weathers and Carl Weathers doesn't smoke. He's like he, Carl Weathers is like an athlete. Oh, Like he, right. he was like a pro athlete. Then <laughs> you ever seen Rocky 2? Yes. Ever seen Rocky Three even, dude, even in Dude's this movie. Yoked.
3: yeah, he was he was yoked in this. He was
1: like leaning up against a tree, and his fucking abs were sticking out. I'm like, damn, yeah, dude,
0: exactly. They they lead him where he's going. <laughs> the, like they're on point for him wherever he's going for the, his abs. The, his abs are heat seekers. Yeah, they are. But he was like, he he doesn't smoke. He doesn't he doesn't drink a ton. Like he doesn't do a lot. But Arnold kept offering him. He took one, and then like yeah, later on, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll no, just smoke it. Just no, don't inhale it. Have <laughs> one with me. And then eventually he just gave a box to Carl Weathers. Yeah, and I'm sure they were very rest. good. Oh, yeah. The box is
3: <laughs> worth like $10,000. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. think, about, think about Arnold at this point. So 1987 Arnold... He, he does predator and that starts an absolute mega run for arnold from mm-hmm. from 87 to 91 he does predator running man twins total recall kindergarten cop terminator 2 damn dude wow that's that's like one a year of just gigantic movies and then even yeah. after
1: that too is like last action hero oh, yeah. i'm sure is after that mm-hmm. and i mean you can kind of drop off a little bit but Dude, those it, are
3: classics, all of those. He was, like, 40 in this movie, too. Really? Was he really? He, he, dude, I, here, let me look this up, because I, I feel like I heard that somewhere. This movie came out in in 87. 87. He was born in 47. He was 40 years old. I'm going to turn 40 this summer. Wow. And I could never, ever be what Arnold is and, in, in like, how perfect of an athletic specimen he is. That's in this insane. Thing. He was 40 in this movie. 40
0: years old? And he I'm to be honest you you do when you talk about him even going to like running man and to like his movies beyond this he you're right he he actually looks kind of young <laughs> yeah. comparatively so that's crazy. Definitely. Man.
1: I mean, he he had uh, uh, training equipment sent in to his where his bungalow, wherever he was staying. He worked out every they all day. Had to have, didn't all of them? Carl Weathers, I think, like he went off on his own and would like train by himself. <laughs> he had like some sort of like weird competition within him that, to like to be the to strongest, look the best. Like be, even like when he had his vest open, like you could see his abs and everything. He like, he, he wanted
0: them to be like. Like, it, no, this is a natural thing for me, guys. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> this that's is it. natural, oh, okay. yeah, that's right. <laughs> the all this. It's all natural.
3: And I also heard that like Jesse Ventura would yeah. go he would go like <laughs> five minutes before anyone else would arrive and he would dump like water all over him so it looked like he'd been working out for an hour. <laughs> what a weird like complex of all these dudes. <laughs> That's like me coming to AJ's house two minutes early, but like coming into the basement and having my shit set up and I'm sweating. I'm just yeah. like I've been down here for two hours taking notes for predators, you guys. Trying to get everything ready. I'm just showing how I go harder <laughs> yeah. than you guys. Mike,
1: it's just a movie. It's calm down, man. No one cares. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Let's talk about it. Oh, the handshake to end all worlds. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like two pythons wrapped up in each other, trying to like fight for the same mouse or something. Yeah. Or like, if you watch one of those stag porns, like if, if two, <laughs> two, like, you know, a, a two on one video, you guys know, uh, 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 like if yeah. they got all tangled up, all veiny and, and slick and everything, it just, it looks Someone else take
3: over <laughs> the the frame. You he didn't he did not have to do that Mm-mm. with the frame of the shot, no. but he did. <laughs> he did, and it's so important that you you son of a bitch and like <laughs> the, the slap web, the slap and the just perfect framing of their <laughs> muscles and it holds just a little too long. In, yeah, hold it, way like, too long.
0: And like okay, and then <laughs> when it becomes it, like this competition type yes. thing that they do. It's like arm wrestling in midair. Like that's what they're I don't doing. know if it's like in the in the audio or
1: anything like that. But when they do that and they're they're battling, I think I can hear leather stretching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know
1: if that's just in my mind, <laughs> like <laughs> kind of like rope kind of tightening. Yeah. <laughs>
3: But they and like producer Jeremy just showed us a video, video before we started. Of, it's called like whatever official handshake of Predator, and it's like when they slap hands and explosion, <laughs> a nuclear <laughs> explosion happens in the background <laughs> from like twenty twelve, the movie twenty twelve. Yeah, makes sense. I, it's like you it, when I talk. I think I talked about that in one of the last episodes, the Thunder and Paradise handshake. Yeah, yes. yes. It's like. It's that, but the Thunder in Paradise one—they didn't actually. They just held their, they held their <laughs> hands together and did thumbs up. I mean, like, if you want to get into this movie, we're we're there. Like right away, this movie is just rolling. Oh, I, I love it already. It's so perfect. I like I like that. There's
1: a lot of history between Dutch and Dylan too. You know, like there's he he's working for the CIA now, but he used to be like one of arnold's kind of guys you know and he's asking him about all these missions and he's like I, we don't uh, we're not an extermination team we're a life-saving team and it's it's kind of cool to just that's a that's a little bit of backstory that you get yeah to like maybe like these characters even more than you do
0: it's i not a lot though it's not it's not and so like t- t- i i'm here's my thing i'm glad they tried <laughs> like, but we don't really I, I, care, do we? You no, know, we don't. Care. It's not that you care or anything, but at the same time, at the same, you're right. I don't care. So why are you showing me? <laughs> it's like eh, back there's the good old days, huh? And it's just like you don't need to give Arnold this much dialogue, okay? Like this is he's still in kind of a rough like talking, yeah. Like, his dialogue isn't wonderful in this movie, Dylan! Like, until like Dylan! <laughs> until like about halfway through it is when I start <laughs> believing like. Arnold is Dutch, right? But other than that, it, sh- it is, it is, oh, yes, the good old days. <laughs> uh, uh, you know me, General, it's been a long time. Yep, cut. <laughs> Honestly, you're right. That, that kind of stuff. It's like you don't need to go this far. It's, it's you, a, it's a. Sorry, I was just saying. I would. What I would rather have had is getting to know more of his team sure. outside of the jungle. Yeah, uh, if they would have had like a beer drinking scene or something, yeah, or like cool. a bar scene. There's clearly or a, you so know?
3: much. So much backstory to be explored among this group of men that yeah. we get nothing. We exactly. only get these weird little hints of like friendships. They are buddies, like the chopper they, scene. They really are, man. The, that's
1: I loved all their back and forth in the chopper with uh, little Richard on in the background. Yeah. You know, yeah. But you're right, though. I think it's like a, it, it could be like a, a show don't tell kind of thing. Yeah, where all we need was that shot. Yeah, there's history right there. That's, that's okay, all the so, history. Okay. I'm gonna I need rewrite
3: it. this. Ready, uh, please. Alien ship yep. to Earth. Noted. Dylan, <laughs>
0: and then and then they're the choppers landing in the jungle, in the cho- and, they're, and they're like, "Let's go!" <laughs> like, just right in, a, just right in, like the uh, some sort of like jungle bar that I can watch all of these guys interacting with yes. each other and one, like buying one each terrible other pints. night out on the town yeah, before they go into the jungle. Yes. It's like their ritual or something, yeah. Because you see, you you, it's such a ragtag group, man. It's a motley crew, essentially. You've got Bill Duke, who's in a full suit. Billy who looks like he's he's like a secondary person in uh like uh, what is it malibu uh something uh yeah <laughs> uh, yeah you know Hawaii 5-0, okay, okay. <laughs> Hawaii five oh sorry Hawaii five oh Malibu 420 and, yeah malibu 4- <laughs> <laughs> fucking blazer bro <laughs> malibu- yeah, I mean, I'll let you hold on to that for right <laughs> now. Is that your first one? <laughs> no, no that's, that's not. Malibu one. 420 is is, is is way better than life. Cedar, Cedar
3: Rabbit 69. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i fucking gonna love that. Oh, I want a shirt that just says that says Malibu 420. Okay, <laughs> all right, thank you. <laughs> Great. Uh, not your father's beer shirts. Get, yeah, on, get yeah. on that for me <laughs> with Arnold. Uh, anyways, but and then you've got you've got um, Blaine yeah. who's coming. In, he's got that MTV shirt. Yeah. yeah. Are you kidding? That's for one second. Yeah. And like, when there's
3: no backstory of where. Why did Why did uh, Duke or um, Matt who's a Mac. Mac? Why did he have a suit on? Why do you have a suit on? Why do why why how are we not exploring this? No, I assume they it's like weird, they
1: gave these actors kind of free reign on some things. Maybe like Bill Duke is like, oh, I'm I'm fucking styling, so I'm wearing my suit, and yeah. um, you know Jesse Ventura loves Got MTV. The- <laughs> I don't know. He wants his MTV. Out. Yeah, he really yeah. wants it. <laughs> but when they yeah. are in the
2: chopper,
3: like they're listening to Little Richard. Well, we haven't it. got there yet. Okay, cool. No, let's go, Let's move on. Well, actually, before we move on, let's explain to people why we feel like we're sudsing quite a bit. Okay. Before, before we, <laughs> before we uh, came today, we went out, we had a little celebration. Oh, we talking. brought the wags. We brought producer Jeremy, and we went out to Cedar Ridge. They had a brunch out here in Swisher, Iowa. My it's been a long time since I've gone to a brunch. Yeah. Uh, if you live in Iowa, any and you want like a day trip, or you're coming to the area to visit, I don't know why you would if from out of state. Maybe, maybe maybe to see a podcast, maybe to see a live podcast, maybe, right, maybe right. in the future. But uh, you got it. Do you just like got to go to Cedar Ridge? Their food's incredible. Their brunch on Sundays amazing. Their cocktails. I try to recreate their cocktails at home, and I can never do it because mm. they're so good. I mean, if you, you if you live anywhere nearby, just make a day trip, tour the facilities. Learn how they make the whiskey. They have an awesome tour. Sample the products. Eat the food. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really great place, and we had an awesome time today. It sure was a day. really it was so fun. time, man. Good so, food.
1: Such good food. The cocktails are ridiculous, like you said. And like I could, I could drink. I want to try them all, but yeah. I have to do this yeah. Yeah. and remain somewhat I've, sober.
0: I've tried to be a one-cocktail guy when I go out, try to save back on some money. But then today was a two-cocktail Day because that I had a really, really good, like it's kind of a take on a whiskey sour. Yeah. It was phenomenal. And I I, this
1: is my first time having the quintessential and yeah. it's it's amazing. This yeah. is their
3: uh this is their scotch. Quintessential single. If you if you're a like if you like the idea of scotch, but ultimately when it comes down to it, you're like that that's just too peaty and smoky. Get the Cedar Ridge quintessential single malt because it's got you can taste it. It is a Scotch, but I get it. it but it's not it's not overbearing. It's not going to make you feel like you smoked ten cigars the night before. But you're going to want <laughs> to.
0: But you're going to want to. I can't drink Scotch. Nope. I'm drinking this right now. Yeah. Just putting that out there. Okay.
3: So go to CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. They sponsor this podcast. We love them. Check their hours out. Order some whiskey delivered straight to your house. Distillery of the Year 2017. Number one selling bourbon in the state of Iowa two years in a row. Just go do it. Boom, pow, surprise. CedarRidgeWhiskey.com. So. En route, the team (laughs) discovers the wreckage of a helicopter and three skinned corpses, identified as Green Berets. After the team reaches a guerrilla camp and kills everyone, Dutch confronts Dylan, who reveals their true mission was to stop a planned Soviet-backed invasion. Capturing surviving guerrilla Anna and learning that more rebels are coming, the team returns to the extraction point. This is a lot going on. There's a lot going on. This whole scene's a pretty big deal. I mean, you've got the little Richard going on. Yeah.
1: I'm just happy Arnold isn't flying a chopper because I would have (laughs) not believed it at
2: all.
1: The only time I never believe uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger like being doing a job like I can see him being jackhammer a physical guy, job a physical job but in the running man it was yeah. just shocking to see him command a, a, a chopper
0: no yeah and so
1: I'm glad he was
3: just a passenger I want to see him ball. get to the chopper not fly the not chop, thank fly you the very good yeah. you retain your title <laughs> thank you so much yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're on a 5 minute basis here the, the the little things always bug me when we do critical reviews like going back to this you've got a very, very loud helicopter with doors open (laughs) and everyone wearing headphones and there's a shitty little tape boom box playing a song that we can hear as clear as day. <laughs> it's like, they're not hearing a single thing coming out no. of that,
0: out of that radio. No, just
3: that's all get
0: getting drowned out. And even if <laughs> they
3: were, don't you think the pilots might want to like listen to their radio yeah. and just be in conversation with the other helicopter?
0: That's probably what they're saying. Most of the time it's like, can you turn it? Can you turn it down? <laughs> Hey. Oh, that's uh, Blaine. Don't say anything. Don't to say anything to Blaine.
3: No, and I know no, they're no.
1: traveling to this site via helicopter, obviously. But I mean, and they are automatically loud. But wouldn't you want to remain a little bit more incognito and not blare some music? Yeah. And kind of be a little under the wire. Yeah. You know, as you're you landing, not let them know you're going to be there with some think. little Richard coming out.
3: Yeah. It also makes me wonder if, like, maybe smoking cigars. Mm. In the like, you can smell cigar smoke from a ways away. So right. I'm wondering if like if you're trying to like ambush some gorillas, pretty distinct. Maybe yeah. we just don't smoke cigars, let alone inside of a helicopter. Yeah, maybe we don't just smoke that in the
1: woods. Smokey the Bear, man, it's a forest fires yeah. prevent
3: that
0: shit. Yeah, not you to. Know? Yeah, they didn't have Smokey the Bear apparently yeah. uh, in their in their prepping for this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So, but, but I just like to the, think they got like a mascot lockout in their in their briefing. Like, Oh, remember guys, remember to put that out bear. and so,
3: Blaine just jacks him in the <laughs> face. Yeah, that was a little, I, I forgot, Dude. I forgot about that two spit thing. Did, did you think that it was like a racist thing right off the bat? Like did, cause he spits on, um, uh, uh, Dylan shows, Dylan. right. Yeah. At first, I was like, "Oh no!" Like there, there's this southern. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Watch get, the get, him <laughs> get him up high! Get him up high! Sorry, under my armpits. <sighs> I, I forgot about because again, I don't think I'd seen this before. So I was like, "Oh, is is Blaine just this like racist southerner, like spitting on the black guy's shoes?" But it's like clearly no, that's not what it was because the the friendship between Blaine and uh, Mac. and Mac is like Real. that's a deep awesome deep-rooted friendship that mm-hmm. you learn later on mm-hmm. so then i it was like a ah yeah. to know that oh no yeah. he's just the bureaucrat <laughs> cia guy we're not right. going there even though he right. did i think he did he's, drop the he said the f-bomb he did yeah. drop an f-bomb and yeah. you know I and mean, that's we get some pussy jokes too yeah, from I mean, shane black Star rated <laughs> 1987
1: apparently uh on uh, on set shane black was writing the script for last uh, boy scout oh really with damon waynes and bruce willis yeah uh, have you guys seen that movie I've seen parts so of it. Long ago. It's a great movie, yeah. but uh, I like chewing tobacco makes you a sexual tyrannosaurus. Yes, yes, and obviously also gets you immensely sick with cancer of the mouth, mm. and so you cannot really go and perform as as you would on on a lady. So ah.
3: is that what he means by sexual tyrannosaurus?
1: I, I mean, I hope not. It's gonna not last.
3: Ugh. You know. Yeah.
1: Your sperm Thanks. count's gonna get get down. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would I would argue that it doesn't make you a sexual tyrannosaurus.
0: I would I would argue the opposite. Yeah, uh, take that to debate team.
2: Yes.
1: Uh.
0: Yeah. I think um, when they f- are they're finally poking around in the in the jungle. Yep. And such, and they they kind of they see. I don't want to jump too far ahead, I guess, but okay. I'm gonna take it to the corpses. Yes. Get us to the corpses. They, um, they they take it to the corpses, and you're just like you're like oh. Jesus, yeah, good God, and then they start poking around in there, Dude. And you're just like, <laughs> Stop, how'd you find those dog tags? What, what are
1: you talking about? Billy, Billy takes his machete out and like slices that vine and starts sucking on it. Like, yeah, and, and how- he's getting water out of it, and then he looks at the corpses and like, Well, don't
0: do the same with that. Like, don't, are you wanting a meal with your water? I don't know what. Well yeah. And uh, by the way, how many knives does that guy need? <laughs> Don't know, he no, need a lot. He's got like 7.
3: You need a lot.
0: He's he's got one on his chest, but he had another one that he used. <laughs> like, did you see that? He's got a knife to get a knife yeah. out of his No, well the chest knife, that's
3: that's a gut and a human knife. The oh. other ones the cutting down the rope Yeah, and the vines gotcha. and stuff. Yeah, they're different knives. Ginsus, you yes, know you yeah. got your butchers and everything. Really? Of yeah, course. Sashimi. Uh, of yes. course. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. And they even like f- he's like cut up cut them down and like they even slice it, and the bodies just kind of, like, crumple onto the floor. <laughs> just a little, it's a little weird. Why didn't the predator take the skulls of those bodies? Right. Yeah, I don't know. I think
0: he, he's maybe, trophy hunting. Yeah.
3: Right. So when, when was it ever established that, like, he takes the skin of, you know, right here we're going, oh, like, he skins it. But then later on, it's like, no, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't want any skin. He doesn't want any mu- muscle. He wants a skull. Yeah.
0: I could, I, I so did he do that? That's what I, or did like these gorillas do that? True. It, it, that's the thing. Like it, it gets progressively different, I guess, as we move through. like right. What he's trying to do, I guess, or maybe maybe he's, yeah. The way he, the what he does to those bodies is completely different from what he does later on in the movie totally. to other. So is it possible truffies? that he didn't actually do this? I feel like it's possible. Okay. Could
1: could be the gorillas. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Did you, uh, did you remember the name of the guy they were looking for? Mm-mm. Jim Hopper? Oh, Jim yeah. Jim Hopper. I wanted so bad to tie it together to Stranger Things. Dude, and uh, there's a Hawkins, too. Oh, movie. whoa. And that's the
1: name of the town in Stranger Things. Okay, oh so God. Jim
3: Hop. Ha- Stranger Things happens in like the early 80s. Yeah. So maybe, depending on what's happening with this new Stranger Things season, maybe he decides he needs to go become special forces. Boom. Of how good he did with the whole, you know, the upside down stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah. then he dies in the jungle. There you, you go. That. You I heard get, it first. You heard it here uh, first. Let's
1: talk about Old Painless.
0: Ooh painless.
1: Uh, I don't know about bringing, like, you're, you're on a special ops rescue mission, right? And you bring a heavy yeah. Gatlin gun to, you, you You think you'd kind of want smaller arms and not such a, I mean, I, I guess
0: better to have it and not need it. I like to think about the talk that they're having ahead. It's like, remember guys, we're going in. This should be like an in and out. We want to be able to move fast. <laughs> but let's make sure, it. <laughs> make sure we can, make sure we're light on our feet <laughs> pack only the ammo you need. It's just like all these things he's like, "We'll do, boss." And then then sure enough he drops out of the plane with a freaking minigun. <laughs>
3: well, if you read up about those things, like those need battery packs, they need power sources, they need like all this extra stuff that you don't see in this movie. You just think, "Oh, he just holds it and pulls the trigger." Yeah. It's like yeah. those things are not just like a handgun. No, <laughs> I mean, and there's no way that, I'm assuming that the heat coming off of that yeah. is unable to you're unable to hold
0: it. Because the
1: VDMs the I've shot those through,
0: uh, they all heat up, yes. and you have to wait. You yeah. know Exactly. You have to wait for a cool down. I think there is actual... I'm not a gun person. I'm, I know we've probably got some listeners out there who can correct me, of course. But at the same time, every all my knowledge was that if you continue to shoot it like that, you're melting that thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to melt that thing. It will get red hot to, like, start melting. Like, it's that Yikes. bad. <laughs> and you don't
1: want that because the heat-seeking predator, man. Heat-seeking predator. It's right there. I'm telling you. I just picture him, like, getting off the helicopter and, like, grabbing all, like, the three bags it takes to haul this thing. and <laughs> yeah. Just, like, on his back. He's the, Jesse Ventura. But. Yeah but he's still human. You know, he's just, you
2: know, I'll catch you. I'll
0: catch up. <laughs> he is Captain Freedom, but <laughs> yeah. like we, we do need, like there's gotta be, and I swear to God, he's not carrying that thing for like the first, you know, 15 no. minutes we see them in the jungle. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just saying this, this whole,
3: what was weird to me on critical review is we, we have this whole village ambush scene or whatever. Yes. The gorillas. And like it was weird because you've got all these other Arnold Schwarzenegger movies where it, like he's just the one line king and he's just a one liner zinger zinger zinger, yeah. but like he just shows up and makes like three of them just during this scene, and then he <laughs> never does
0: any one liners no. ever again. Yeah. Well, so he ha- He also has one silent um, signal in the in the helicopter when they're about to get out and like uh, you know the jump out of the helicopter. Yep. He does this. Yeah. And then later on in the village, he just does <laughs> <laughs> the same one. And it's just like, is that all? Like that just means everything to fucking Arnold that means, that means it's on. It means it's on. It's and on. Then
1: this means stop. And then this means go. Okay. As, but didn't he, he go? Did didn't he
0: do this? And then he immediately said, stop, go. Yeah. Is this Simon Says? This <laughs> <laughs> is like he's, he's just messing with these guys. It's these guys are so good. They're like Squid no, Game, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, like a highly no, trained dog. Oh man, come on! <laughs> but I I like the idea that um, it just becomes an absolute bloodbath it's awesome it's, man and it's this a
3: cool <laughs> scene
0: this
1: this whole action scene is why john mctiernan is one of the best action directors to me i think because nowadays you will get cgi like blood spurts and and bullet hits and everything like that this i miss practical squib work on like actors and everything like as as someone shooting you with or shooting a character with a machine gun it seems like they're all hitting them, and yeah. they're all filled with squibs and like blood packs and everything. It looks so cool on camera, and makes it, it makes it even
0: more like visceral. You get some you get some great moments of, of of like like squib work, like all that stuff, right? And but the reason the point that I lose it at is when you have all these guys going in. The moment you see Carl Weathers just going.
2: <laughs>
0: like spray doing the spray thing, but all of them are hitting the guy. Every bullet that he shot <laughs> hit someone. Like, like that's where I get really like I'm just like, oh God. <laughs> and like everybody's doing it. At almost every single person. I'm surprised the guy with the grenade launcher wasn't doing it.
3: This is just this scene, if if you wanted a time capsule of 80s action like just put this scene in it Yeah. because it's got it's got that it's got the just uh, just gunfire and squib work everywhere it's got the yeah. traditional guy getting shot and falling from a tower yeah. like it's yeah. got, it's got one line of, stick around stick around which it's, was that what wasn't that he, they said he improvised yeah, it yeah, and yeah, they were yeah. like
0: they're like oh yeah like what is <laughs> well, that even what is yeah, stick that's around why we mean? hired
3: your ass
0: <laughs> well i think i read something and uh, maybe you guys can correct me on this he, he, they had like this knife that was made that he, they wanted this knife for like to, for him to be able to almost like battle the predator with eventually. But the thing was so massive that it was, it was just too much. It was too big. It was too hard to handle. It was, it, like, he couldn't wear it comfortably. He'd have to have it, like, on his back as, like, a samurai sword. <laughs> so instead, they just made it a literal literal throwaway, and they <laughs> threw it through a guy, stuck him to the wall, and he said, stick around. <laughs> and they're just like, we just need to get we rid ha- of this We have thing. to leave that in the movie. <laughs> Just leave that alone. And he doesn't go back for it. But this the knife that they made was too heavy and too cumbersome to, like, for him to really carry on is that bad
1: i gotta say man i i think that this might be one of my favorite arnold roles because uh kind of like uh john canyon like say Spaceballs, or um where's another movie he was kind of in the back seat uh or like Mm -hmm. kind of more in the back like a kind of a secondary home alone something like that you know uh, he's, he's like the star obviously, but he's, it's, it's really about the team. And I think his acting as a leader and like the commander of this whole team is really good yeah, in my opinion. I, agree. I think it's very, very believable. Um, I don't know. I, I was just kind of taken with it uh, this time around. Like I, I think cause it doesn't really seem like a Schwarzenegger movie. It seems like this is just the group, you know, yeah, like yeah. running man is a Schwarzenegger movie. Terminator is a Schwarzenegger very true. Movie, you know,
3: this is more of the group. You, when you think of this movie, you think of the whole group, yeah, m-
0: not so just Arnold, right? Yeah, and uh, you you definitely get more of that, like wh- from when we talked about, say, Red Dawn, where right. it's a it's like the group almost as a whole. But you actually get some good screen time for about almost everybody, yeah. right, in this movie, if, as as far as his team is, which I think made this such a hard movie for me as a kid, like to watch, yeah, and, like and not take it hard. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like Everybody dies. Because you, you see, like, you you have some attachment to these guys. Yeah. You get some time to gain some attachment to them, like, as main characters, and then they start getting picked off yeah. eventually. So, yeah.
3: Do you know how long it takes to start a helicopter <laughs> to when you can actually fly? No. It's minimum two and a half minutes of, like, from when you finally hit the button for the rotors to start turning before you're actually able to take off. Yeah. So it drove me crazy that there's gunfire all over the place and bombs going off and some guy said I'm going to get in this helicopter and I'm going to take off yeah from nothing It's like it's like the equivalent of stealing a car but before you leave like you get it started and you check the tire pressure you check the oil <laughs> levels you adjust your mirrors and your seat position while the car alarm's going off like no 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 we got to get this right yeah. that that stuff always bugs me in yeah. action movies <laughs> why is this guy going to take off in a helicopter
0: oh my god that's releases the e-brake unchocks the tires yes. we had to and you had to have a moment here too of of arnold um exe- like showing off his muscles Aka lifting up a car, I love a truck, part. yeah, like a work truck. I was just like, yeah, fine, I'm in, yeah, it's, it's whatever. And the rest <laughs> of the team's like, what's he doing? Isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> he's bulking out, dude. <laughs> the worst. He's got. He's got to get. A, he's got to get a good pump going um, before we really <laughs> dive into this, dude. When you see, you see, like it does a shortcut to Jesse Ventura, and he just says, it, it, it's like a long pause on him. He's just like. What the fuck? <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> Great. Sounds good. A mustache Jesse Ventura with the
3: silly side... The
0: bush hat, hat type <laughs> thing. Yeah. What, what's the point of that?
3: No, it doesn't make sense. They're all their own personalities. Yeah, you're right. So are they like... They're not like a military-sanctioned team. I think they're like a covert... Uh, kind of ops thing that
1: they use this team specially in the in special cases, kind of like this. But it this. seems
3: like they're all doing their own thing now. Like it seems like they're out of the military and they're almost. They're almost like a hireable yeah. special forces team that is not under the guise of the government. They are private mercenary,
0: the private mercenary yeah. kind of thing. They, isn't that what that seems they like? They are a,
1: absolutely. They are a back for this one
0: last job group Yeah, that you see in movies, it's I, I like, think. It's like Expendables, expendables before the Expendables. Yeah. So you did, know what wasn't I mean? There,
3: okay, so didn't they say, like, Dutch says something like, we're not Expendables? Right.
0: My and, team isn't, yeah.
3: And so did this have... I, uh, did anyone see the Expendables? Uh, no. I've, I've, uh, no? No, no, no. Oh, oh of course hey, I've seen hey, it. Jesus, are AJ. you Are you kidding me? <laughs> Does this have any bearing on that? Is this what Expendables comes from? I hope so. From it, that line in this movie, he was in every single one of them. So, well, I, but I have but to... no one else was though, right? Right. Like uh, <laughs> Dutch was the only one of his crew who appeared in any of the Expendables. And mm-hmm. Dutch, and they said they're not, the crew was not expendables in this movie. Right. So none of them actually was in the movie. Okay. <laughs> Does that <Yeah>. make sense? <laughs> you're, yeah. you're, an,
0: you're an asset. You're an expendable asset, asset is yeah. what Carl Weathers says to him, is what Dylan says to Dutch. Okay. And so, and he says, my men aren't, though. But my men aren't expendable, or something. Meaning that they could never be in a future movie called The Expendable. Correct. Yes. Okay. Just <laughs> want to make so it's foreshadowing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> They're written out of sequel rights. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It's on. Nope. See, right here in this yeah, movie, yeah. we said this crew is not expendable. Nope. See, you can't put them in this. All right, so scene three, as they retreat, the team are followed by a hidden presence. Anna tries to escape, and Hawkins is killed by the creature. Dutch organizes a search party, but Blaine is killed by the creature's plasma cannon. Enraged, Mac incites everyone to fire their weapons into the jungle, unknowingly wounding the creature. As the creature mends itself, the commandos regroup and realize they're being hunted. They make camp for the night and set traps, but a wild boar sets them off. Mac kills it with the creature, while the creature steals Blaine's body.
1: So this whole time, they are kind of being watched by this presence that we know is the Predator, and like, it's the heat-seeking kind of vision that we see. Yeah. And we see him try and, like, mimic uh, like yeah. Max's sayings and everything, like, over here or something like that. <laughs> what do you guys think of just, like, that whole, like, heat-seeking him? Because we learn later that that's what his
0: eyes see, not just his mask, right? He, no, no, so his his eyes see heat. Right. But this, it filters it out i think or something okay like his mask does to to filter it all out because you're right later on we see him like facing off like hand to hand with arnie mm-hmm. and everything's hot and like heated yeah, it okay. would just be
1: so weird and confusing to see like that but oh, i yeah. guess like if you're if this is like you're you're a hunting killing machine you know like th- they're bred to be hunters you know and so
3: heat seeking would probably be the Thing but to see. I just don't buy. I just don't buy it. I, I. I don't like the fact that this is like what it sees. How does it? How does it even move around the jungle? If it can't even, you can't it's even not tell even depth what it's perception. Yet. You can't even tell what it's looking at no. with the, how bad this graphic is, and it's like yeah. There's no. How do you know that there's a rock below you? And how do you know that if there's a tripwire? And how how are you running through the jungle right. if that's what you're seeing? Yeah. So maybe maybe it maybe it's just deeper. Maybe that's like one version of what it sees, and that's
0: all we're seeing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, that's that's the thing. I I just it, it's really tough for me because because eventually he picks up the scorpion mm-hmm. too, and I'm like, what's the significance of that? Yeah. So, you know, like why is he why does he care? Like why does he care? Yeah. <laughs> He picked up the scorpion, and he looks at it in his hand. And we have like that takes like two minutes. <laughs> it, it takes like two that whole, minutes. That whole scene takes a long. time. I
1: kind of like it just because he's he, he's curious, and it's like a, a scary thing to humans. And like he he's probably wondering why he like
0: got it off of. Like uh, killed it maybe yeah. or killed a living thing or right. Like, I don't. Yeah. Okay.
1: It, it's it's. I, I It could be just, like, a stupid throwaway thing. But I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting a little bit. Thinking a little bit too hard about it.
0: Well, yeah. And so, and Mike, you asked earlier about, like, do they go in and dive into this, like, in some of the later movies. And I know that they do. And... I will just reiterate. I mean, we're, we're watching this like we're only watching this movie. Not, oh, correct. Yeah, right, right. It's like, this,
3: is worst, this is the only movie in the franchise. Yeah,
0: right as, now. as of right now, as it sits right now, this is the only movie in the franchise that we know of. Yeah. But yeah, I know that they do dive into it a little bit later on some of these things, and we get some hints later on too, um, like when with the girl yep. and everything, and like chasing the girl, and Arnold kind of figures some things out. But that leads me to the girl. And what is the fucking point of bringing her along to just of, of anything? Like, uh, okay, try to just think about it for two seconds. What's the point of making sure she comes along?
3: I think the only the only reason story related that she comes along yeah, yeah. is so that she can. There's two that she can provide some some background story of like, well, no, this has happened before. Some intel or something. Yes, and the and to show Arnold that if she's unarmed. She won't get killed. (laughs)
2: Yeah,
1: for story,
3: for story, for for story story purposes. purposes, But but you're right, and and the whole the whole thing with Dylan and her and this weird like oh you you tricked us. None of this needed to happen. They could have all just gone into the jungle
0: because some weird things have been happening. Yeah, Yeah. and then then they could have just done this. It's 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 it seems very pointless. I'm like to be honest. I've tried to really think, and like the only thing I can think of is yeah, it's that maybe she will provide. Like, we need her as, like, a, a POW kind of vibe of we're going to try to extract information out of See, her. that's what I was thinking, maybe too. Maybe. Yeah. That's it. But at the same time,
1: who the hell is she? And just, like, maybe, maybe like, the good graces of them as humans. Like, they probably don't kill women and children. Yeah. So they don't really want to leave her there,
0: I guess. But it's you're right. It's, just, it's, it's like, I don't know. It seems so weird. And, again, we get this kind of mix of like Russian soldiers and down in South America and like they're partnering up (laughs) and stuff. I just don't, I don't know. It seems very, very all over the place for for such a short amount of time. There's
3: this guerrilla like craziness going on in the woods, even though that they destroyed this little camp, there's like some crazy stuff going on in this woods. Yeah. Never, the plot the, that's gone. Right, like, that's the plot right. is over yeah, yeah. That whatever that part of that plot is is no longer a part of this plot
0: anymore <laughs> this place is crawling with, with, with gorillas gorilla activity we gotta get out of here how far out are they I don't know maybe an hour 40, 45 to an hour still we low. have to get out of here nope. let's forget all about that by the way that's not important anymore we're just because now there's this thing yeah there's a thing now so we gotta focus on that
3: <laughs> shit you're right uh, it's just like yeah it's it's interesting to me that you're, you're right. That whole, that whole thing's kind of nuts, but it I did is. love in this scene. I loved, like, I thought one of the best, the funniest moments to me was, well, Poncho to blame like, you're bleeding, man. Yeah. He says that I ain't got time to bleed. I ain't got and time to bleed. Poncho's reaction. that's like, Oh, oh. okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's like what we all would have said. In that uh, moment. Yeah. I ain't
1: got time to bleed. I ain't got time to pee or poop. Ain't got time to love. Ain't got time to check in with my mental health. Ain't got
3: time for time. Ain't is,
1: no time
0: for time. He is stressed. <laughs> Well, you might not have time, but it is happening, so maybe bandage that up. So. <laughs> right now, in
1: time. In if, time. If your theoretical time doesn't exist, it is happening now, yeah. just
0: so you know. he's like he gets down the way. He's just like, oh, I feel weird. It's like, yeah, it's all that time you didn't have for bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened. You just wasted all that time. You just wasted all that time bleeding because you <laughs> thought you didn't have time. I don't know what you need. So Ooh,
3: here's a prop. <laughs> All right, this probably isn't what you think. I'm going to say, "Son of a bitch!" You, that's what I want. Dylan. I want a voice recording of him <laughs> going, "You son of a bitch!" Now I want Max Flask. <laughs> Damn! It. Oh, yeah, oh, were you going to say that? Yes, I yeah! was. Yeah. Wow. See, I, I know it. I know it hurts that I have the buttons here. And it I can does, do button, Mike. But at any point for future reference, if you're just like hit that prop button, yeah. and then I can then I have to go. Okay, I have to honor you.
0: Okay. <sighs> Sorry.
3: Finally. Just take, wow. Blaine's, take Blaine's hat and move on, okay?
0: Yeah. <laughs> take Blaine's hat and move on.
1: Uh, I think I, I want, like, I want the mask of the Predator. Cool. If anything. Dang. If anything, then, like, the bust of just, like, the head or something. Okay. You know? Wow. I want that. Okay. Um... And I want, just like in basketball, I want uh, Kevin Peter Hall in a glass cage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm into that. <laughs> I'm going to take Billy's shaman oh, necklace. Cool. Oh, nice. I want his, I want Billy's shaman necklace. I, I was, was going like to do that. his his Bowie knife that he already cut himself with. So there's with blood on with there. blood on it. <laughs> I was also considering Billy's wig. Um, but that's fine too. I don't think it's a wig. <laughs> I don't think it's a wig. But I'm gonna go with his shaman. Right. His shaman necklace. Right. Did
1: you know? Did you know that uh, he had uh, like a bodyguard on set with him? But it wasn't to protect him from other people. It was to protect people from him. What?
3: Yeah. It's really weird. Apparently, apparently, Sonny Landham was like the definition of a loose cannon. No shit. Like he was. He would get in fights everywhere that he went. And it's kind of it's kind of unfortunate reading more about him because like I think he's my favorite. He's really cool in this I think movie. he's my favorite coolest guy in this yeah. movie. He is
0: dope in this movie.
3: I just love that the cool factor of how he just never, he sort of just like never loses his cool the when he's like, we're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's something in these words. Billy! Billy! <laughs> So, but yeah, dude, you're absolutely right. They 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 literally hired someone to just keep him out of trouble. Oh my gosh!
0: Because he was kind of like he is what I did that guy have alive. to look like to keep that guy in check? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Exactly. And he was,
3: he and he was the third gubernatorial candidate. Sonny Landham did try to run for governor, and apparently his platform was just. Jesse Ventura and Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, look, they were governors, so oh. they should be. <laughs> I apparently s-
0: that was all. he I did. thought you were gonna say he's like, I'll just beat the fuck out of anybody who opposes me. I'm surprised he did it. I think, I think his tag like would have just been, it would have been Sunny land of We're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like,
0: so why not? I just so want why someone
1: to fucking tell
0: me how it is. <laughs> I'll vote
1: for anybody. I don't care.
0: At least he's seeking
1: the
3: truth. Yeah, yeah. At least he's speaking the truth. <laughs> Do you guys think that the most iconic scene of this movie is the is Mac with the minigun into the woods? It's crazy, man, dude. This 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 burned a hole in my memory as a yeah. kid. That that moment where that when the noise of that when him losing his shit, so and Blaine like, gets killed and Blaine, shitting, yeah. Blaine gets killed. So then he's shooting into the woods, but then he's out. So he grabs the minigun, and then the sound of that thing was Wee- like. And you're seeing and then they they all just I mean, (laughs) like Sean, if I if I ever walked, if I ever like came to your house and all of a sudden you were in the backyard just (laughs) mad firing a gun into the woods, I would join in. You would have
1: to go purchase a weapon. I would I
3: would pick a gun and
1: come
0: back and I would just play a (laughs) back. Yeah, I (laughs) I was like this and I see you under my side, I'm like they didn't question it. No, every None of every them. single one of those guys just jumped in and was just like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I, then there's, there's a- do, 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 do. and then like I just imagine there's going to to be like insurgents coming out of the woodwork, just like <laughs> so firing maybe they with killed them. everyone. There's maybe gonna be like them. a row of like red coats <laughs> from this the, the Revolutionary War coming out, just like Predators right there shooting his cannon. Predators also shooting his plasma cannon. Like I'm just thinking like everybody. Cowboys are just Like... (laughs) Everyone's, Indians are like shooting their bows and arrows and like everyone's just firing down that like tunnel everyone's that they Everyone's shooting
1: their nuclear through. missiles off. Yeah. Stormtroopers.
0: <laughs> Stormtroopers are running through. Pew, pew, pew. Choo, choo, choo. Yeah. And rebels. Yeah. Like everybody's coming through. The Millennium Falcon just like diving so that, through. So if they would've done a spoof on this movie it, that's what would've happened. That's what would've oh, happened. my Everybody God. would've just been coming out of the woodwork. Any any shooting scene you can think of is happening, <laughs> in, happening this in this scene. Movie. Okay we'll <laughs> make a tiktok
1: of just that scene <laughs> and i want all like the gun nerds out there to like do like stitch the video and we'll get flagged but <laughs> i know i can't do anything with guns yeah, i just dang. can't do it but i want to stitch like have like people stitch themselves like coming into frame and just start shooting at nothing it'd <laughs> yeah. be so funny <laughs> it'd be
3: fucking awesome
1: but i, li- I like there's there's a, there's a scene you can see Arnold like he empties a clip and he he looks over to the other group. And he's like, "We done?" Oh,
0: no, no. We're, not, we're not done. Okay, and he like starts <laughs> reloading. Yeah, he does this again, and he keep going to himself. He's like, "Yeah, okay, okay." Uh,
3: again, I hadn't I hadn't watched this movie that many times, but I always remembered. I was like, "Well, they, they shot a lot of guns. Like, why? I know they wounded the predator, but like, why didn't they? How did he get away from that?" It's like it's it was so evident what what he did, right? He's up in them trees. Yeah, like yeah. I I just never was able to stitch that together as a young kid going that's how he just got hit and like popped up in a tree yeah. and just stood there. Yeah. And just stayed
1: there. That was it was yeah, right? What do you think of the whole cloak like invisibility kind of look uh at, upon this watch? Like, like at, how at, do you
0: think it holds up? You mean like well so at this point you see him when he when he kills Hawkins. Yeah. Shane Black. Shane Black, yep. Uh basically basically s- part number 2 of you know <laughs> uh, but to Joel Silver, the next generation. Yeah. And so but that's he it's very different. Like it's um kind of like a a repeating thing that mm-hmm. you can kind of see the shape of him and then I think it gets a little different even then where it's like yeah, you don't actually see him at all. And so there are there's differences. So I think it's cool though. I think it works. Yeah. I think it still kind of holds up to me. I think so too. Some some aspects of it, like the choppiness like when he does the Hawkins kill is is a little less, but
1: I don't know, yeah. And to add on top of that, I think like the gore in this movie is awesome too. Like especially oh when he kills uh, yeah. Hawkins. Blaine, Blaine, too. Blaine like just explodes. We'll, we'll get chest. to we'll get to Mac later, but um but yeah, the, they they couldn't key in a green screen because they're shooting in a forest, like all it's all greenery. So they had him uh, wear like a red cloak, and so they just keyed out the red, and so it would stand out among the green and everything like that. So they just keyed in like the whole invisibility look hmm. that way. Which usually you would do green, obviously, yeah.
3: hmm. but, or yeah. blue on space balls. There blue. you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's move this party on. So the next day, the creature sets off a trap, but it escapes and injures Poncho. Mac and Dylan try to pursue it, but it outmaneuvers and kills them both. As the survivors flee, Billy stays behind to fight the creature, but is also killed. The creature catches up to the survivors and kills Poncho. Dutch realizes it does not untact
0: unarmed individuals, and he sends Anna to the extraction point, alone and unarmed. You're going to tell me that uh, Mac and Dylan are going to run off themselves after we've already seen one death trope happen, they killed the guy with glasses first. Mm-hmm. He's, he was the first death. Makes sense. So you're going to send the only two black guys off into the forest <laughs> alone? Are you kidding me? Are you trying to be a stereotype? Are you trying yeah. to stereotype yeah. this whole movie? This entire thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the nerdy nerdy glasses guy. Nerdy glasses white guy. Dead. So let's just see what other tropes we can hit. Yeah. Now let's take out the most fear- one of the most fearsome. Yeah, that'll, t- that'll show them. Yeah. Now we're just going to do a two for one. <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? Come on, guys.
3: Come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. I th- think the other, I was thought one of you guys would take the prop, uh, Max Razor. I think, that's oh, one of the, man. I think that's one of the most other iconic things I think about in this movie is like that, that moment of him shaving and yeah. then it cuts back to him and there's
0: freaking blood and he snaps yeah. it. That was all Bill Duke. Did he come up with that? He yeah. came up with that thing that he just shaves because he's shaving in the helicopter. He's, yeah, he's you know, still just shaving. Man. He's just, just shaving. I, I'll be the honest with you. The opposite of us, basically. Yeah. I would not want to be shaving when I'm <laughs> sweating constantly, yeah. though.
3: Or in a helicopter. Or in a helicopter. <laughs> or it's, in
0: the jungle. You're just like this is this is Bill Duke if it was if it was reality. <laughs> 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 like that's Bill Duke shaving. <laughs> He's, like, in a
3: convoy in a Jeep, and he's just, like...
0: Yeah, just perfectly moistened face, though, like, for for nice, (laughs) less friction, you know? Yeah, exactly. Those things, those aren't Gillette. Uh, (laughs) It ain't Manscaped. That's a Bic right there. Yeah, and then, like, so, but they had to come up with this idea of, like, okay, well, how do we make him bleed? And they had this, like, this special razor. As he
3: pushed against it, blood would come out? Yeah, it started
0: to make it... Yeah, it pushed out blood. It was interesting. Do you think... uh, Whose death do you think was the worst? The mm. like most painful, you think? Yes.
3: Um, mm. Like Dylan, Dylan's was pretty bad. Dylan, what lost the arm first? Yeah, and had to had to go through that pain. Can you imagine that he got the the knife? Yeah, hand. oh yeah, his was the worst, I think. Yeah, because his lasted probably the longest. Yeah. yeah
1: we what don't really mean? see ponchos we uh, bill duke mac is just done Ugh. but like i got to say coming back to bill duke he's really good in this and i i really believe uh, no. i really believe like his like we were talking about earlier his friendship with oh, man. blaine um he like his kind of like revenge journey he kind of goes unhinged after this and i really love seeing that in bill duke mm-hmm. it's really fun to see him be like i'm i'm, I'm, I'm gonna get your blood brother you know he
0: what's
3: seemed- he say about him he's like i'm gonna carve your name into, him.
0: Carve yeah. your name carve into him. him
3: he seemed to go a lot of these guys seem to go from like just very stereotypical non-deep characters to mm-hmm. like something happened and they became like multi-dimensional yeah especially right. especially mac yeah I think he's just so. like Ugh, who's this guy yeah like what does he do oh okay he's yeah that's he's, why
1: it was kind of hard to see him go out the way he yeah. did because he's he he's got a line on him but it's it just goes to show how unstoppable i oh, guess yeah. the predator yeah. is yeah but he's just only like, arnold can be exact okay, come, come on he's under the the trees and everything and he's like i'm gonna get this motherfucker oh, that and sucks. all of a sudden it, it's so creepy just that that that, that t- the Three dot
3: triangle thing yeah. that it makes. If it would have just been one dot, not as creepy. Ooh, I'm, gonna the three, I'm gonna get three. I'm gonna get this tattoo, bros. Yeah, put yeah. it right in the same spot that he had it. Yeah, on yeah. my head, on too. on your forehead.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, <my. laughs>
0: no! he does. He it, like it seems like such a throwaway death for one of the characters that we were building the most like out of. Yeah, yeah. like feeling the most for, and then you're done. That's it. I in a
1: shockingly violent way too when, when it's that Ugh. camera and it goes all over, like his head's up, uh, above the camera yeah. and it goes yeah. all, I'm like, damn. <laughs> I
3: know. I would love to have seen Billy's death though, but does that make yeah. it, because Billy being, in my opinion, the most badass of yeah. everyone, that's that's my personal opinion, like the native trope of it. Yeah. I know that that's very tropey, but I also really like that. I did look in his IMDb and like many of his roles were like Indian, that's Native, right, Native American guy, yeah, Indian on horse. It's like he was very tropified. Is he
1: actually Native American? I don't know. Okay. I'm
3: assuming, but um, sometimes you see a photo of him and you don't see it at all. But yeah, I, I would love, I would love to have seen that fight.
1: Yeah, I think I like because I think we needed that. I want, I wanted more Predator. Uh, yeah, first off, and I wanted to see. Like him like go hand to
0: hand with somebody. Because well,
1: he doesn't really go hand to hand with Arnold later no, all too much. As much as I want anyway,
0: but you know, like I, I think that would have been the best opportunity to see it, but they're obviously building for the reveal to be with the hero. Yeah. You know? And I just think I think back then that it the payoff was was probably okay that way, but I think it would have been, nowadays, I think that they're, like, when they make a movie, they're completely fine with just giving it away. Like, kind of getting it to you and being like, because maybe, I don't know if it's a budgetary thing, whatever. Probably. But they're ready to get this in front of you, like, by this point in the movie. They want you to be now afraid of what you know Mm. rather than what you don't. And I think that's what kind of makes this almost a little drug out at this point is because, okay, we're still – you're still mostly killing with what we don't know in ways we don't know. We saw him repair himself. We saw him kind of fix himself up. We've seen him a couple of times in some blips, but it's still kind of an unknown thing rather than just like we have some serious screen time with him.
1: Yeah. So it could be like a Jaws thing too. Yeah. Where they don't like really reveal it or you don't really see the shark until the end, mm-hmm. you know? But I don't know. It's probably more of a budgetary thing, unfortunately, yeah. I guess. But what? let's talk about what the look of the Predator, like the look of the design, the Stan Winston design. Do you guys really like it as much as I do? <laughs>
3: It's it's one of the better well okay in in two in two facets. It, looking at it, it's one of the most recognizable, mm-hmm. uniquely like scary monsters that have ever been created. Like it, you know, not top, definitely not top, but there. But then there's some things about it that's like, eh, like it's still it's it's still a human in a costume, right? You know, that's where modern eye is like, well, eh. You know, I'm not, a, I'm not scared of this anymore mm-hmm. where there's still some things out like alien. I'm still yeah. scared of that Yeah,
0: <laughs> as a 40 year old, very man. scared. I'm of not
3: alien. like scared of predator anymore in a modern era. I'm not really
1: scared of it either, but it's just so fucking bad. It's,
3: it's like, even, even
0: just, just with the mask,
1: it, probably more I prefer with the mask. With the mask. It, it looks so cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll take, when he takes that mask off, then I'm scared. <laughs> Then I am. I'm just like, oh no, I wouldn't. I can't attempt to hit this thing. There's no way. Hit it. If we were on a train to <laughs> go <laughs> punch a face, yeah. I'm on board. Guys, most punchable, about.
3: most punchable, face is the Predator when he takes his mask <laughs> I hate it. Those I
0: hate deep, that face. Beady little eyes and. You know, and
3: like the little things, like what do those do? Mandibles. The mandibles. What is a mandible? I think they I think like
0: he doesn't need a fork. He just <laughs> yeah, you know, don't like it. Scoops what's
1: it up into his face? mouth. <laughs> I'm punching
3: the <laughs> shit out of that face. You gotta punch him. <laughs> do you have another more punch? I don't. I'm not gonna punch anybody I, else in the movie. I
1: don't. I, I hate it because it's such a good looking, <laughs> like from like an art wise. Kind of standpoint, but I'm with you. If in real life that thing was, I I would say, Welcome to Earth and punch the fuck out of it.
0: Slap the shit out of it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's right. (laughs) Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. (laughs) And yeah, like it's such a target. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's such a big head. (laughs) And you're just like. It's just such a target and I just feel like my hand it would just like ah. glance off but I I it'd be very satisfying.
1: It it would feel like you punched like a like a, a mat, like a wrestling mat.
0: <laughs> yeah. like it, it would feel like foam, you know. It would like yeah. kind of end down, you're like, oh, that was kind of nice, actually. But it's also a sweaty wrestling yeah. mat, you know. It's <laughs> yeah. like a sweaty wrestling mat with diseases. With on diseases, it. On. so you get
1: ringworm from it. Oh. Yeah.
0: And the, you're, you're gonna you're gonna punch. It. You know, it'd make a. I think it would make a funny noise if it was like a, it was a good punch. It's just like. <laughs> 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 Well, clearly, clearly it wears
3: a mask for a reason. Like, it wears a mask to protect its delicate face, right? Yeah. So
0: it's got a just, face for radio. It like turns out if you just kind
3: of push on it, he dies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Predator, <laughs> Predator should have a podcast. <laughs> it's like, he's he no. just, oh, yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> you don't like that? I don't like that. It's my uvula. It's, I don't like what, that. What's a uvula? <laughs> the
1: old dangly punching bag. You know hand? how to do that? Yeah, do it. <laughs>
0: I don't like that. I don't I, like that either. It's like rattling in your throat, yeah. like it's hitting your throat. You can feel that. I uh, I you,
1: Rocky Balboa is like punching yeah. your little bag. Guess how many dates I got
3: by doing that to ladies? None. Yep. So you're like, you're like dude in fucking Stranger Things <laughs> in season two, and he's going, <laughs> 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 yikes. <laughs> All right, let's, let's end this. Let's go, let's go final scene here. So Dutch attempts to distract the creature while fleeing, but eventually ends up in a muddy riverbank where the creatures fail to see him. Using his new invincibility, Dutch crafts makeships, traps, and weapons and lures the creature out at night. While battling in the forest and despite being overpowered, Dutch defeats the creature who engages a self-destructive device. Realizing what it's done, Dutch reaches for cover and survives the explosion. He's then rescued by the extraction helicopter with Anna already safely on board.
0: I'm gonna have two things to say. Again, the fact that the fact that predator isn't going to attack somebody unarmed is still pointless. Yeah, it's still pointless. Like so if she wasn't there, it wouldn't make any difference because he's still going to attack everybody else. So does that mean if like I guess was was like Arnold at the end when he didn't have a gun in his hand or anything? No. So that's why he like took off his gun in his face. Mm. Uh, mask, he's like, okay, well, I'll make it a fa- he's like a, making it a fair fight. Supposedly,
3: the lore behind the Predator is that it's like a killing machine that that fights for sport that mm. hunts for sport, but also has like, like, um, honor, you know, honor, right? So, like, if the fact that it did lay down its weapons and take his mask off is because it felt that. Dutch was a worthy opponent right. that it would it would it was okay getting killed by. Okay. He wants to beat him, but it's like if I get killed by this guy, I so be it.
0: Okay. He, he's the
3: dominant species at that point. Right. right. But when
0: does that ever come out ever in this movie? No, like, that's how is the thing. that t- portrayed? And that's that's why I say, like, looking back at this and and really taking it from the point of we don't get the the modern Predator movies to go ahead and just and give us all this exposition. X Ex- excellent. Like, by the way, it's like, yeah, he's like, there's a gorilla came in here and they gotta take them down. So once we your team moves in, get him in, get him out. And Arnold's just gonna go, everybody got that? <laughs> <laughs> and that's like what's gonna happen. that's like all happened at the beginning. But the movies, the later movies are the ones that explain all this. We don't have this now. And that's just kind of frustrating to me about this. To add to a little bit to that too, is
1: that in the later movies, and I think maybe in this movie too, you see like the skulls that he's collected. Yeah. Right. And some of them are animals. I think it's mostly the sequels in like Predator 2, especially, but he's got like the cat skulls, and cat stuff. skulls. And he's got like Bullshit. skulls from like different planets and shit like that. in the second Whoa. one, um, but if he's got like a skull like from a rhino or something like that, that thing wasn't armed, right? It's right. Like those animals aren't armed unless you count the horn or something like that. Like, what? I don't. Is it? Does it have to be armed? Or you
0: just choose it? Choose to? I don't know. <laughs> do, do we? I feel like we need we need predator big game hunter, <laughs> and, you, and you've got him like he's like in a he's like in one of those like shooting tents. He's like, shh. There's, there's a rhino. He's about. He's like I'm gonna. He's coming out. I'm gonna take a shot. Stay downwind. I'm gonna take a shot. And it's just, oh, shit. we got it. We got it. Good, we Good got job. it. Good job. Good shot.
1: Good job, Larry.
0: Right. Good job out there. Like that's what we need. Is like and like predator coming and like getting out of a tent awkwardly He's, he's and
1: teaching his son, it, his <laughs> little predator, how to like. All right, take the shot. Take the shot, little Pred take the
0: shot take good the shot. Good, good job buddy now Squeeze. kid now you got to drink the blood now, of this now. drink <laughs> the blood and become <laughs> you very sick the blood of <laughs> that's all i want is like that's going to be on like the big game network or something i don't know well, it's humanizing the goon right <laughs> yeah. like, like we're
3: looking at the predator is the ultimate goon he is right? Gun. i mean yeah. it's like it's humanizing him to be like this is just what he does like he just go at some point he's gonna kill everyone and he's gonna be like well Time to get back to my home planet, and he like damn. he goes back to his space shuttle and like unlocks the car line. He goes quick, quick, and he yeah. like he, he, he gets back in and like calls calls his his wife's like Yeah, I, I killed ten guys. They were like special green berets. Go I skin out there. skin three of them. Uh, yeah. Took three skulls. A couple skulls weren't worthwhile. Yeah, I goes should be home in
0: about uh, two light those, years. Through those ones back, yeah. he goes down
3: to his basement in his
1: meat locker, and is like having to do like the spin dial <laughs> lock. He's with his claws. He's like, yeah.
3: damn it god
0: damn it <laughs>
3: puts the meat in there <laughs> yeah and it was weird it was a weird thing too honey like the one guy thought that like i wouldn't kill people that were unarmed really but then i yeah i just killed him and like so it was the easiest kill i've ever had That's it weird. was really weird he's an idiot though yeah. humans are dumb
0: <laughs> all
3: right safe travels honey they kill each other down there
0: <laughs> maybe maybe it's like it's like turkey hunting or like you know he saw as a girl he's like oh i don't hunt doe so <laughs> yeah, that's that's it. See, that like, was another one of my thoughts too. Like he's
3: it's El Duce from El Duce. From <laughs> El <laughs> Duce. <laughs> yeah. One
0: thing: no
3: women and children. Oh, was the only thing: no <laughs> women and children. <laughs> that uh, totally. <Bartoli>. That, <laughs> that stunt double was pretty bad, falling off the waterfall. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! It was like how tall is Arnold? Like six six. And like 270 pounds and ripped with short hair. And this yeah. guy was yeah. like five foot five, <laughs> 120 pounds and long hair, <laughs> jumping off the water. And apparently he like broke his ankle. Yeah.
0: He like hurt doing, himself. Doing, yeah.
3: doing the stunt.
0: Not worth it, man. <laughs> Not worth it. Like I, I have to say, with with uh all this stuff, right? Apparently you're gonna need a montage because uh predators just resting up at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's setting up all these other booby traps. Well, and like, my thought
1: too is like he has a
0: fire going.
1: Yeah, the predator sees heat.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. Like all this stuff, go it, get him. It doesn't make sense. Like he he's setting up all these things. And by the way, predator climbs trees. He's probably just standing up there like, "What the fuck are do it." <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I'm not gonna go that way.
1: <laughs> yeah, like later when he's he's, he's like, like, Come on, kill me. You Come on. It. He's yeah, just he's like, like
0: uh, No. Uh, no, I saw you uh, make that. Uh,
1: no, I don't think so.
0: I <laughs> no, literally walked like, I watched you make that. <laughs> <laughs> This this
3: whole montage scene, I was hearing uh hearing Home Alone music like (laughs) like when he's setting up all the movie traps. (laughs) That's just what I felt this whole time. (speaking) <laughs> I will TikTok. Uh, you will Schwarzenegger. You will doing movie traps to Home Alone music. And,
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's it's him setting things and then like throwing the the, the micro machine cars for them to step on and like, like <laughs> exactly <laughs> what it was. It's just come on, man. Like it's like how is he not watching him do this? Like is Kevin really... McAllister is the ultimate yeah. match for a predator. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what you're saying? <laughs>
3: It's like, ba- honey, I killed all these mercenaries, but then some like nine year old kid, I ran into him at his house and it yeah, was he was like, just, I had to
0: leave. I <laughs>
1: stepped on Christmas ornaments. Yeah.
0: It was my feet hand.
3: hurt so bad.
0: He's like, I just, I never expected it. I just didn't expect <laughs> it. Kid didn't overthink it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it was the middle of winter. How did you not see him? Well, since we're kind of finishing this up, my thing is. That you're like, it's like this noble thing, right? Of like, if if we're gonna if we if we're gonna break down Predator a little bit, it's like a noble thing of hunting these people. Well, Predator is the ultimate sore loser. He's like, oh well, I I got crushed by a, a, a log, so now I'm just gonna blow everything up. If he's so honorable. He's well, the ultimate sore well, loser. It's his last hurrah. There is a there's a Reddit
3: fan theory from uh, Ghost of Your Mom. Oh, that says that it's actually him not being a sore loser. It's actually him applauding Dutch and like saying you did it. So this guy basically said that the emphasis of the countdown because he could have just blew he could have just blew himself up, okay. but instead there's this extended countdown which basically lets him know that I'm blowing myself up, you should get out of here, and that the laugh is a gesture meant to, like, to, like, communicate with Dutch and just be like, you did good. Like, congratulations.
0: Like the Billy laugh? Yeah. Do you? I mean, do you buy
3: that? Because, like, the movie sets it up to be like, oh, no, this guy's an asshole. He's laughing at, he's going to kill Dutch, and he's laughing. But, like, this guy thinks it's no. He thinks he's giving him time Mm. to, like, make his, his escape and say good job i'm trying to communicate with you using your language i'm into
0: that i like it better like because i don't like to think that right i don't like to think that like because then there's no consistency if you're thinking oh he's an honorable hunter and everything that is pulling spines out and <laughs> and keeping trof- mortal combat that was that was <laughs> wicked was i know mortal i
3: combat after this yeah, yeah. So yeah, that, it, so it came been. from
0: this. It had, dude, to. dude. That was that was legit. When he, Ugh. like, I know, obviously, it wasn't part of the death, but the after death, like, he, he still felt that. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, no, like, I, I like that better, thinking that rather than he's some sort of sore loser yeah. going back on what he's so yeah. honorable about. Yeah, yeah, I like it better. I'm into that too. I, I think it's
1: I think it's a really cool thing. Like it's kind of like a apocalypse now thing where they're doing uh, him all covered in mud. Yeah, you can't really see him in mud and everything. But I I I like the battle. I like like the. It seems like Predator is like a human character at this yes. point that you're like not really rooting for, but you just want to see them battle. And honestly, when he does get him with the log. And he's down and bleeding. I'm like I felt kind of bad for him yeah. a little bit. You know? I know. And then yeah, I mean, I I, I think I kind of subscribe to that Reddit theory more. But it, it it doesn't I guess you'd have to read into it yeah. in order to really get that. Yeah. But uh I we get to like him getting extracted. He gets to the chopper finally. Mm, finally, Thank God. But like he's laying in the cho- he's laying in the chopper and just kind of like looking off where I'd be like dudes <laughs> have i got a fucking crazy story for you you know aliens yeah exist they exist just apparently. fucking killed one dude he's he's back i mean he's probably obliterated by now but we should probably do some research into this yeah. i bet
0: there's more of them
1: I Bet there's more but there's a family He probably procreated i don't know Let's let's do something about this i'm
0: gonna be honest with you uh total mind effort okay <laughs> uh but he's just going off about this and it's like I think uh, I think the general's like, shh, shh, shh. You can't stop it. No, stop. You can't talk nope. about this. What is ha- what happens to Dutch then? Yeah, he's okay. just like sealed away. Here's my theory. Okay, Mike's fan theory is that when Back. this is
3: over, when this is over, Dutch, Dutch is like the mil- The military knows about this. Okay, and they're like, okay, listen, you cannot talk about this. You cannot. We're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna extract you out. You don't want to do this military thing anymore. We're gonna give you like a top level security position. We're gonna pay you a lot of money. We're gonna evaluate you from your experience. Maybe some nuclear fallout here. Um, but he becomes famous internally for his exploits. Mm. He's the first one to defeat a predator. He retires from the military. He becomes a sultan for a new company called Cyberdyne. Oh no! Who is working on technology to build artificially intelligent robots to start replacing. Placing humans in military installations. Miles Dyson. So, based on Dutch's heroic exploits, Cyberdyne decides to start modeling their robots after Dutch as an honor to his service. And so, Cyberdyne Systems Model 101 or the T 800 is
1: Dutch. Dutch. Oh my God. And I think his name in real life in the the movie is like Kevin
2: Berkeley.
3: (laughs) Donald Berkeley. uh, Kevin Berkeley. Kevin, Perfect. i like that man i did that's that. fun so that's what, but in. he does die he does get nuclear radiation yeah. fallout yeah. he does die very young we're like this is a specimen but they want to we honor. want they want to honor him they're like he was the best of the best we yeah were. he's a uh, major alan
0: dutch schaefer 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 hi i'm alan schaefer hi i'm alan <laughs> schaefer this is that sounds like a dutch name uh
3: uh, last thing I had <laughs> MythBusters did prove that covering yourself entirely in mud does not, right. In fact, conceal your body heat. The mud it does for a very short time, but then the mud heats up from your body heat, and then I see, and then you now are just covered in
0: mud and extend <laughs> showing off your heat. He Couple, was, he was sorry. so cold, like <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was very cold for him. Yeah. He was smacking like smashing clay onto him and stuff, and like and all that mud and. It couldn't have been comfortable. No, not
1: a chance. God. I, I read in the credits too he had a, a mud makeup person. <laughs> like someone I specialized want that. I want that. to just muddy up Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, make, uh, make my uh, mud look good. Kevin Peter Hall is a, a helicopter pilot at the end and gets, gets a line. It says, During the extraction? Says, what the fuck. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. So he actually got some screen time? Yeah, because he's in the makeup the entire time. They wanted to give him a little something. And I I love the character breakdowns at the end of movies. Like, Days Confused. I'm such a fan of that, man. I don't know why. I think it's just very charming to like kind of look back. The in memoriam. Yeah, but it's like, also this movie. <laughs> it's,
3: it's also just like... Yeah, (laughs) but you notice how every one of them is—it's a separate thing. Yeah, like they're like, okay, now I need you to do this cool thing for the end of the movie. But Arnold's was from the movie.
0: All right, so every one of them was like, "Hi,"
3: (laughs) but Arnold was like an actual scene from the movie. So he was like, "I'm not doing that shit."
0: I I, for all right last TikTok idea—you need this, (laughs) but you need to put either either the Growing Pains or the Full House music (laughs) over it.
3: Everywhere you look, everywhere you are. I'm going to get flagged for guns, and the account's going to get fucking Stand, taken away. Dude. I'll figure out a way to blur it out and put, like, a hot dog in their hand or something. Like that. It's just like... <laughs> Done deal, dude. All right, cool. anything else? Did we, did we break it down with a modern critical eye? I think, I think we so. did. All right, AJ, what are
0: your modern-day thoughts and rating on this movie? Come on, man. I... It's it, this is it's a fun <laughs> on, movie, man. like it is a fun movie, and uh, I totally get why it it was so highly rated. You know why why the critics were so high about it, like um, for the time and the tech and the makeup and everything that went into this movie. Um, but there are some things about it, like now, that, and not even talking about the special effects or the makeup yeah, yeah, or anything. Yeah. You're t- I'm talking about some some substance. I'm talking about some story and I'm missing that. And like, if you're listening this whole time, that's, that was my number one gripe. Like, why didn't we have context of this? Why didn't we have context of that? If we're going to get to know these characters, give me more. Um, and so I, I do still enjoy the movie and I think it's pretty fun. And I'm a sucker for action movies, let alone Arnold action movies. Come on, man. (laughs) I love them. But Nowadays, I think I would I would rather watch Terminator. I would, of course, rather um, I'd rather watch like the like as we get into the '90s and stuff, like like some some True Lies or Eraser, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, (laughs) Well, maybe not Eraser. Sorry, (laughs) not Eraser. True Lies. Okay, there we go. Cut that out. Cut that out, please. Okay, thank you. I don't want to be known for the guy who likes a racer. Uh, <laughs> no, I think uh, I think watching it um there are some other Arnold movies that I'm going to go to before I get to this. So that being said, I think I'm going to have to give this a s- 6 on the nose. 6.0, a flat, point oh, a flat, flat six. 6. Sean, what you got, man?
1: Uh, yeah, I think uh like you were like we were saying in the beginning like all all the contexts we, we were kind of joking yeah but all the context we needed and all the backstory that we needed was in that one handshake <laughs> in that one <laughs> you're right and i think that's what the movie is it really is it's just like we don't really i i don't really need any of that context i don't i don't re- i just i think all the characters are revealed As much as I want them to be throughout the movie, and then they're killed off. Obviously, Um, I love seeing the predator. I wish there was more of the predator in the movie. Uh, I think I I think the direction is fantastic. Like I said, there no one does body hit squibs anymore like like john mctiernan did back in the 80s uh makes a fucking killer action movie and it's it's also a really cool uh science fiction film uh while being a a schwarzenegger vehicle i think it's a 7.9 for me i think this movie's badass
3: 7.9 for the sean i'm kind of right in between you guys i i do i do love many of the aspects of it it's totally rewatchable it's a cool premise uh, it's it, you're always going to watch it if if it like comes on to you're like okay I guess we're gonna can't wait for that scene can't wait for this scene yeah but at the same time I I do disagree with you I didn't talk about it in the in the review but I don't like the gra- I don't think any of the graphics I think it's very bad
0: okay back in the like, day it was off like the, the, visual the predator effects? visual okay.
3: like especially certain moments where it's like jumping around and it's yeah. just like what yeah. the I know it's a long time ago. That's fine. I'm just saying, modern day AI. It's like this is just weird. I and I did want more backstory, but I, but I like I'm not gonna search this movie out. But if it's on, I'm gonna watch it. There are other movies we've done. That I'm a lethal weapon. I, I like that kind of stuff is more what I want to watch. Okay. If we're talking about action. So I'm a, I'm a 6.4. Mm. Uh, executive producer Tyler Dark says The Predator, a 1987 classic that still to this day delivers incredible 80s feeling action and very good looking effects that only look slightly dated. It still has me on the edge of my seat rooting for our boys, even though we all know in the end it's just Arnold and The Predator, mano y mano. With a story that feels, at least for me, incredibly unique for a first entry idea and a movie monster that still makes me feel incredibly uncomfortable looking directly at for too long. Yeah. Predator continues to captivate my attention from start to finish. With great sound design and incredible shooting locations, Predator constantly gives you that feeling of we're not alone, making the hairs rise on the back of my neck stand up still today. My modern day review is going to have to be a whopping 8.7 wow. I'm saying. And with that, guys, I've got to get to the chopper. Yeah, the chopper. Was... So... Top you and me buddy you guys are in well, this. let's go so we are group rating this modern day 7.25 which takes us <laughs> give me it okay give me slightly it. slightly better than groundhog day yep
0: slightly worse than point break okay yeah I would I'll watch I'm comfortable there. I'm gonna watch point break before I watch this. I'm Probably gonna watch this too. before I watch Groundhog's Day. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm with you. Can I ask a, a specific question? Kay. Where does this stack up for against running man? Oh, oh
3: running man is a five point eight three. Okay. This was a six point two five, or what did we say? Seven point two five. Seven point two five. Uh just okay. for the record, just so people know how really smart we are. Santa Claus is 7.33. So Santa Claus is better than this movie. That makes sense. <laughs> Tim
0: Allen is a god,
3: so. I think after every year we should be allowed one like revision movie Revis- like <laughs> Sean can go back and be like I here's my one change. Okay.
0: We get to have a Rajib from the grave. That's what we get to have. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Well, everybody, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for being here. Tune in next Wednesday for another great episode. It's been a while, but it is minibite time. Let's do it. We've got a very, we're like nostalgic overload for you. We're going to talk 80s, 90s toys. Yep. Let's go, baby. And then to celebrate summertime, I have personally come with a 10, modern day 10 rating, weekend at Bernie's, just waiting to happen. (laughs) This is one of my favorite movies ever. It gives me great memories. We're going to review that. And if you are new to the podcast, go back this time last year. Blank
0: check. Oh,
2: no. (laughs) That is a
3: fun, fun
0: episode. Uh, I implore you to listen to that. Coincidentally, we did a blank check, and we happened to do Predator today so blank check is <laughs> for the record predator was a
3: 7.25 blank check was a 2.82 for our modern day ratings so and that made for some great discussion also we have if you go to our website we have put our rating system on there now yeah. so you can actually click on it and see where we've been and where we've gone with that so
1: have no more need for round tomatoes or imdb this you got a right new list. There. Yeah. this def- is your new
0: list definitive yep. definitive that's right Thanks. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Please stay in touch with us by following on all of our social media platforms, at Confused Breakfast on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and Confused Be Fast on Twitter. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice right now. Also, we have merch. You know you want to rep the Confused Breakfast in public. Mugs,
3: stickers, shirts, all kinds of goodies. Go to ConfusedBreakfast.com for a direct link. And don't forget about our voicemail number, 319 804 9596 links to everything you could ever need from us are in the show notes or at confusedbreakfast.com. This includes a way to follow all of us individually and our personal projects that we want you to check out. Mission of the day, tell your friends about us. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.
1: Seeking the truth never gets old.